millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> Kia ora. Welcome to the Kiwi Birth Tales podcast and thanks for tuning in this week. I'm your host, Jordan. I'm a mum of one, soon to be two boys, and a lover of all things birth and a very passionate storyteller. The goal of Kiwi Birth Tales is to empower, inform, educate, and connect families from New Zealand and all over the world, talking about the things that are so often kept to ourselves or shared with only our nearest and dearest because of this taboo that seems to surround sharing stories about birth. All stories deserve to be heard, no story more important than the other. And with this podcast, you'll get a variety without bias. The podcast is not intended for medical advice. I'm not an advocate for any particular mode of birth or birth care. And this platform is simply here to share these beautiful, empowering Kiwi birth tales with you all. So I hope you enjoy. In this week's episode of Kiwi Birth Tales, I speak with Nikki. And Nikki has a pretty busy family. She has five children and she takes us through all five of her pregnancy and birth stories and includes some really interesting information in there about juggling lots of babies um, really young and how they sort of made those decisions to have children and yeah really interesting episode. Nikki also talks about juggling uh, managing a business with her busy lifestyle with five children so I think you're going to get a lot out of this episode all of her births were quite different and yeah she takes us through each one in depth so I hope you enjoy it and I will let Nikki do all of the talking. Hi Nikki, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. No worries. Would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about you and who is in your family? Cool. So yeah, I'm Nikki Clark and I am the co-founder and CEO of Caden Che, so Maternity Active Rebrand. I started it alongside my husband and we do that together and we also have five little kitties, Caden, uh, Ryan, Case, Jackson and Billy. Yeah, awesome. Very busy household then, I would imagine. <laughs> it is, yeah, very, yeah. very busy. Yeah, yeah, awesome, cool. And we're going to work through um, sort of all of your pregnancy and birth stories, but maybe if we start with the first one, do you want to talk us through what your journey to pregnancy was actually like that first time around? Yeah, cool. So, it's a bit of a funny story, actually. Um, so Adam and I met in 2012 um, and at the end of 2012. And I think I was about 25, just turned 26. And uh, we sort of got together officially in sort of like the January, February. And um, it was literally like three weeks into us being together that I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. It was, um, yeah, it was, yeah, we, it's always funny. We sort of... Um, Every time someone asks how long we've been together, I'm like, how old's Caden? We'll just add a year to that, and that's pretty much how long we've been together. So it was, yeah, uh, yeah it was a surprise, but it was the best surprise ever. So, yeah, it was a, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't planned. So it just, yeah, sort of caught us by surprise, but it was, it was awesome. 
Yeah. Awesome. Cool. And how did you actually find out that you were pregnant? Were you yeah. like, did you have early symptoms or miss a period or what happened there? Yeah. So I, I was feeling a little bit crappy and we were actually down in Dunedin for a wedding. Uh, and I was thinking, oh, I wonder if I should just take a pregnancy test. I was like, I'm probably not, <laughs> but I better make sure. And then, yeah, I took one and I was like, oh my gosh. And then I wasn't actually at the wedding because I just met him. So he, he went on his own and I was at the hotel and he came back and I was just sitting on the bed. I was like, I'm pregnant. And he was like, oh my gosh, okay, okay, okay. And, you know, it was quite a shock, shock to us because we hadn't yeah. been together for that long. But, I mean, we knew that we wanted to be together, but it was definitely, you know, a surprise. And then uh, we sort of, I think actually it was really funny because we were down visiting his parents and we had, I'd said goodbye to them at the airport and I was, he had given them a big hug and then we were walking out to the airplane and I looked back and his mum was just crying and I was thinking, gosh, she's really upset that he's going back up, up to Whangarei. And then it wasn't until after I'd had her that I realised that he'd told them at the airport while I was in the <laughs> toilet that I was pregnant. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. they knew the whole time. And, um, yeah, that's why she was, she, she was just in shock because she was like, oh, my gosh, she just told me, like, they were pregnant and he hopped on the plane. Uh, and then yeah. I got home and I think it was a few weeks after that I told my parents I was working out in the gym at home. Mum got home from work and I was like, hey, mum just doing squats in the garage because I'm pregnant she was like what (laughs) so um yeah it was a bit of a surprise but everyone was super happy and super supportive so that was really cool yeah yeah awesome cool and what was your first trimester like did you have many like pregnancy symptoms that popped up in those first 12 weeks yeah I I did so mainly just around you know feeling like crap all the time being really tired and just not really wanting to eat um, I found that I'd get really hungry, but then I didn't know what I wanted to eat. So it was mainly that I was quite, I did, um, was quite sick with Caden, my first one, quite a bit. Uh, but then it sort of subsided after 12 weeks. And then I sort of, I mean, I did have quite a cruisy pregnancy. It was quite, um, yeah. you know, nothing, nothing really stood out. There wasn't really too bad symptoms. I do have really bad hips. So I was kind of worried how I was going to cope. I was born with hip dysplasia yeah. and I've had like six hip surgeries. So I was wondering how, my hips are going to cope, but the first pregnancy wasn't too bad. I really sort of just cruised through it. Um, so, yeah, I was very fortunate in that regard. Yeah, awesome. Cool. And did you do the sort of standard testing that's offered in New Zealand and did you find out the sex and those types of things? Yeah, I did do the standard testing and then we found out what she what, what she was, but I didn't want to know. So Adam <laughs> actually knew the whole time. Yeah. And his whole family knew, but I didn't, I didn't oh know. Oh my gosh. And yeah, so yeah. it was really interesting. So um, his whole family knew and we didn't, I think his brother even knew and um, my parents didn't know. And so when, when we had it, it was quite a surprise, but yeah, regardless yeah. of all the other testing, we did all that and it was all good. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. And what about like birth education? So did you do any antenatal classes or any sort of other birth or labor sort of research that might help you through that time? Well, we didn't. And and because we lived out of town about 20 minutes and I was pregnant, obviously she was born in October. So I was pregnant through the winter and just driving into the classes at late at night and he yeah. was really busy with rugby training and I just decided not to, to do them. And yeah, I don't know. We just sort of winged it. We were kind of just on our own tour with it, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't, we didn't do any birthing, birthing classes, no internatal classes. I did a bit of research online, but I kind of really went into it just so I was probably quite naive and I didn't really 
read that much about it. I just kind of thought that you just had a baby. I didn't really, yeah. <laughs> you know, look into it that much. I mean, I was excited to yeah. have her and I, with all the clothes and getting really excited about it, I didn't do a lot of research around the birth and, yeah. you know, like yeah. breastfeeding and what to expect around that. I think I got given a book and I read like two pages. I'm not the <laughs> best reader. So, <laughs> yeah, we weren't too good on that regard. Yeah, yeah, well, good. And did you have a birth plan or sort of like – thoughts on how you wanted birth to go or you hadn't really given it too much thought yeah so um you know like I sat down with my midwife and we sort of talked through um you know what the plan was but I think just with the first one you know like you just really don't know what you're going mm. into and you don't really yeah. you know know what's going to happen and I wasn't really and I didn't really know much about hypnobirthing and that whole side of it and I was really green when it came to all that kind of thing so we had a plan and I wanted to try and have her naturally if I could and um all those sorts of things but I hadn't really detailed it detailed it out I was more just willing to go in and whatever happened happened and I'll just do yeah. my best yeah cool awesome and what about things like in preparation for birth so were you doing like any antenatal expressing or perennial massage or were you trying to induce your labor or sort of go into labor um you know, were you trying any of like the raspberry leaf teas or anything like that? Did you do any of that before your labour? Yeah. Yeah. I, the only thing I did do was the raspberry leaf tea. I think I was drinking <laughs> yeah. that all day, every day. And, yeah. um, and then I was I was exercising quite a lot. So she was actually 10 days overdue. Yeah, nice. So, I mean, yeah, I wow. exercised throughout the whole pregnancy. So I remember like the day before I was in the gym doing step-ups and just stupid things that I probably shouldn't be doing. <laughs> Um, yeah. just trying to, you know, encourage you to, to come out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But that's probably the only two things, you know, just long walks and things like that. Yeah. yeah I didn't do too much else. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. And so you said you went 10 days overdue. Do you want to talk us through your labor starting and was it spontaneous and then into your birth story? Yeah, cool. So yeah, 10 days overdue, I think when I got to around maybe three or four days I had a sweep and then it didn't really do anything and then I think I had another one I had a few and then still nothing and then on a Saturday morning uh we went up to the hospital and then they did another sweep again at 10 on the 10th day also on the ninth day and then we headed off home I actually got KFC because I was like just trading chips <laughs> and we yeah. like went home to my mum's house because we still lived out of town and then went up to mum's house which was in town and then about maybe like 11 o'clock 12 o'clock that's when things started um sort of establishing and started getting the cramps and I was like okay this is it so yeah quite a few sweeps to get me going and then from then on it was uh, yeah, we're at mum's house, started getting the cramps, tried to have a bath. And it's funny because what's well, not funny, but you start getting the cramps and you're like, oh my gosh, this is really bad. And then <laughs> an hour later, you're like, no, 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 this is bad. And then you start thinking, <laughs> holy crap, if this is going to get worse, I don't know if I can yes. cope. Like it was, it was quite bad. And I remember Adam ringing the midwife and he said, oh, we're going to go up to the hospital now. And she's like, no, just wait until you, you know, get five minutes apart good solid contractions but I was having them sort of like on top of each other like I wasn't really getting much rest in between mm. and so I think sort of early afternoon about two o'clock we did got to the hospital I just wanted to be there and just feel safe and not have to worry about being in traffic and even I remember the ride to the hospital I was on the back seat like on all fours and when a contraction kicked in I just remember like 
being in so much pain and like looking out the car window and like looking at this car next to mm-hmm. this little kid was just staring at me and I was like <laughs> oh my gosh like what is this kid thinking um so yeah it was quite an intense ride to the hospital and then yeah once we got up there just it went for me it was really hard like my contractions were just constant like one minute on then like 10 seconds off and then one minute mm-hmm. and then the other one would start over the top of the other one and I just wasn't getting any rest I couldn't stand it was yeah it was quite full-on and I don't think I really realized it was going to be quite that intense I had my mum there she'd just driven back from Auckland I had a best friend and I had Adam's mum there as well um yeah. so it was a long 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 afternoon and then I think I'm not too sure what the time was but I think later on that evening I was just getting completely exhausted and I finally I asked for an epidural and then yeah they came, the doctor came in and, you know, like you're waiting for them to arrive and you're like, where is he? Where is he? <laughs> this is taking so long. And then he finally came and then it sort of didn't do a lot. Um, I, I felt like I had a bit of rest. I got to, well, you know, obviously I was lying down and I got to sort of just tune into myself and just really feel the contractions. It sort of slowed mm-hmm. them down a bit and I could feel them coming on. And then I got like a good rest in between. And then it was yeah, a long, long night. I remember getting, you know, see if I was dilating and I was still like four centimetres or something. And it was just so deflating. I was like, oh, my gosh, like how much longer do I have to go? Mm-hmm. And then um, I think my waters had sort of partially broken during that time as well. And so, yeah, this is maybe like 10 o'clock at night. And then, yeah, it was a, it was a long it was a long night. It was a long, long night. So that, yeah, it started like five o'clock in the morning. And then finally, I think um, things really started to progress around midnight. And I remember it got to like maybe, so I'd had the epidural and I was feeling a little bit better. And then it's sort of maybe one o'clock, must be one o'clock. I was, you know, they're like, oh, you can start pushing. And I was, I didn't really, I don't think I knew how to push properly. And I think mm-hmm. obviously having the epidural, didn't help because I couldn't really feel like what I was doing and I mean after looking back now I know what I should have been doing and what I was probably doing wrong but um yeah I was pushing for a long long time and I remember just looking at the clock and just being like okay this is the one she's coming out and I just was trying so hard and just staring at that clock and then another 30 minutes would pass another 20 minutes and then Mm. I remember them sort of calling everyone in and I was thinking, oh, God. And I remember them saying, oh, we might have to go for a C-section. I was like, you know, I don't really mind. I just want to get her out safely. And I was so, I mean, so exhausted by that point. I just yeah. didn't really care. I was like, if someone said to me, I'll cut your arm off and you'll feel better, I probably would have <laughs> yeah. said to cut my yeah. arm because I, it was just so draining. And then she, yeah, and then they came in. They had to do the Vontus. And then she was finally, and then that took quite a few goes. And then she was finally born, I think, around 2 or 2.30 in the morning. And it was just, yeah, it was, she got to come on me straight away, which is amazing. And she was perfectly healthy. I remember at one point when she was, she'd come out or she was halfway out and she was just like purple. And my mum looked at Adam and my mum left the room. And then it was just as everyone was looking at each other in silence, yeah. you know, not knowing if she was okay. It was so intense. And then, um, yeah, and then she was born, happy little girl. I think she was eight pounds, seven and yeah she was straight on me and then straight afterwards you know um everything was I, I was okay I wasn't too bad um considering and I was all healthy and placenta came out fine um so yeah it, once I got through the birth after that it was just the most incredible thing and the <laughs> most amazing thing 
And I remember lying there looking at him and I was like, I'm a mum now. Like I'm a mum. <laughs> and oh, it almost makes me cry just thinking about it. But yeah, it was, it was a crazy experience to go through uh, for the first yeah. one. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And did you need any like stitches or did you have any tearing or anything like that from your birth? Oh my gosh. You know what? I can't really remember how bad is that? I think I may have had like one <laughs> or two stitches, but I honestly, yeah. yeah, it wasn't, I didn't, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I do remember just like the first time you stand up after you've had a baby and you feel like your whole inside <laughs> are just like falling out of your tummy as yeah. well as everywhere else. Like you yeah. just feel like you can't stand up straight. Um, so yeah, it wasn't too bad. I didn't, I didn't tear too badly or anything like that. Um, yeah. So I was really, really lucky. I mean, it was painful. You know, it was really sore, but um, you probably just the Vontus didn't help. Um, yeah. And so yeah, I didn't have too much. You know, after that, but it was yeah, it was a long. It was actually the after part. So the birth for her was really difficult. But then straight after, because she was born at like two thirty, everyone was like, okay, we're going home and going to bed now. <laughs> and I remember yeah. just being like, wait, like you can't you can't leave me like I'm just a baby like what yeah. and so everyone actually went and left home went home and I remember just being in the hospital on my own and oh gosh it was the weirdest feeling because obviously you're exhausted but you've got that adrenaline and you just you can't sleep yeah. and you've just had a baby yeah. and the baby needs you and it was really overwhelming and I think the nurse came in and just held her for a little bit and I think I got maybe like 20 30 minutes sleep and then as soon as I've got a photo of me and her and the sun, the sun was rising and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like first sunrise as a mom. And, and then I remember, I think I rang Adam at like 5.30 and I was like, can you come <laughs> back? Cause he'd gone. And like, even now looking back, we don't know why he left. Like even he doesn't, yeah. it's just, it's weird. Like you feel like there's just this protocol and I, get, I don't know, I guess like there might be a bit of pressure externally from the, st- you know, oh, it's after visiting hours now and everyone should go home and get a mm-hmm. sleep. But really, it's like, well, no, I just had a baby. Like, this is his child. You yeah. Know, yeah, like, if we could do it again, he would not have left and he would have stayed. Yeah. And I probably would have felt yeah. a bit different. But I didn't feel too bad, you know, being there on my own. But, yeah, as soon as he came back in the morning, I was just like, oh, my gosh, you're here. Thank God yeah. you missed that. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was the first. And then the next day we got moved to, like, the maternity the maternity ward because I, I stayed in the, the delivery suite that night. And then we went home that afternoon. So I was only in hospital yeah. for like that, that night. Um, yeah. Yeah. So got to go home, which was really nice and just, you know, yeah. get settled in at home, which was good. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. And how did you find that sort of going home and total shift in your whole life, right? Your first baby, it's just like, oh, <laughs> um, no. you know, can't explain it. So how did you find that whole experience in those first couple of weeks um, as a new mum? So, yeah. So we got home, got settled in and I think, I can't remember if it was the first night or the second night. I think it was the second night. So Adam's mum had stayed. She'd come up from down south to come and stay with us. And I think it was the second night. And she was just crying. Not not his mum, the baby, Caden. She was just crying and crying and crying. And I don't think my milk had come in. And, you know, it was getting a bit sore, like, latching her on. And she was just screaming. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is so mm-hmm. hard. Like, this is, like, what do we do? Like, just looked at it, you know, looked at each other and we're like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Like, we're just so new. Like, these parents have just <laughs> been, you know, given a baby and we're like, how do we look after her? Like, what are we meant to do? And so I think his mum had her for a couple of hours at night where we got a little bit of sleep because we hadn't really slept all Friday or Friday night was a bit funny. And then obviously Saturday night was in labour. And then so it was like just a really long period of having no sleep. And it's kind of hard yeah. because you never get to catch up on that. You you know, like if you have a night birth and you're up all night, you're, you're starting off the bat, like already yeah. behind on sleep. So yeah. um, it was really, it was quite interesting the first couple of, probably the first few nights. And then once my milk came in, 
she was way way better and then we just sort of went back to um I think we're back at the gym um maybe like when she was three or four days maybe a week um I wasn't yeah. working out obviously but he he was training so I'd go over to the gym and we just sort of just she just fit into our lives perfectly so we just you know got to it and we re- we loved it it was amazing it was like the best thing that ever happened to us um yeah you know once the milk once the milk comes in and you can get into breastfeeding if that's what you choose to do like it does help you know once you can stop them from crying and you can figure out what's you know yeah get, figure out their routine and what what their cues are and yeah then we're sort of away away with it which is really good yeah awesome cool and obviously um I know that you've got five so if we talk about how um how you ended up sort of transitioning into falling pregnant again and how far after um Caden was born did you fall pregnant and yeah what was that whole process like yeah cool so after we had Caden and we were like man being a parent's like the coolest thing ever let's have more (laughs) and then so we I we wanted to have another one as soon as we could so I think we were kind of like you know just sort of trying and then I couldn't my period oh no once I stopped breastfeeding so nine months I pretty much got pregnant that same month so um I was yeah nine months and then what must have been Jacinda and then Ryan was born so that was yeah I started feeling sick again around 19 months and I was like oh I think I'm pregnant and then sure (laughs) enough I was and then so Ryan was born just just like 17 and a half months after Caden and um so that was that was a really good pregnancy as well I was, was able to like keep moving and just felt really good um and then so she was yeah 17 months after and her birth I mean I was a little bit apprehensive sort of going into her birth you know just after the first one mm-hmm. um yeah but yeah her her birth was a lot better um definitely a lot better than than Caden's one so that was good <laughs> yeah 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 cool and just before we jump into your birth story did you do sort of the same things in this pregnancy like you kept up your exercise and did you find out the sex of this baby and yeah was it any different to um Caden's pregnancy yeah so yeah kept up the exercise it was really weird with with Ryan I just like I didn't feel like any crap food all I wanted was like the best food I could get so I wouldn't eat even potato chips and I love potato chips I'd like (laughs) make my own potato chips because I didn't want them out of a packet it was really weird like we just went full health crazy mode with Ryan. It just was my craving. Like I wanted fruit and I just, mm-hmm. so with her it was, yeah, I felt really good. And she, for some reason, like she f- sat like really, like I didn't pop out a lot with her. So it was, I could keep moving, you know, right up until I was riding a bike, like when I was overdue with her. So she sat, I've got quite a sway back and I am quite tall. So she sat really in my tummy like you couldn't even tell that I was pregnant yeah. even when I was six months so I was quite fortunate with the way I was carrying her at an, you know I was able to move and, and keep moving and my hips weren't really too bad either um and we did find out that she was a girl but they weren't sure at the at their ultrasound They're like, oh we think mm-hmm. it's a girl so it was kind of like is she a girl <laughs> so <laughs> we didn't really know so we had you know we got like prepared you know for, for hoping that you know thinking that she was a girl but just you know not really being sure um, so other than that, it was really similar. I had changed midwives. I had a different midwife this time, um, and she was great. And yeah, the the birth was uh, the pregnancy was was awesome with Brian. Yeah, awesome, cool. And did you have many thoughts on like any changes that you wanted to make or anything different that you might try to do in this birth or much of a birth plan this time around? 
Yeah, I felt way more prepared knowing what I was going into. So with Ryan, I knew that I wanted to be in the water. Like I love the water. I'm such a, if I'm in the water, on the water, underwater, I'm happy. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to be in the water this time. So that was the plan. Yeah. And that sort of gave me peace of mind. And I knew that if I could get through cadence and I could get through anything. And I don't know, I just guess like you feel so much stronger after you've gone through that. So mm. um, yeah, water birth was the plan this time. And just same thing, if I could have it naturally, have it naturally, that would have been great. But once again, I just went into it with an open mind. We still didn't do the antenatal classes. I didn't do any other sort of, um, I think the most research I sort of did, like I sort of, I was quite intrigued with watch, listening to other people's birth stories and, you know, watching things on YouTube around birthing. And that's yeah. the sort of stuff that I was more focused on um, this time around was just, you know, um, trying to have as be- best birth as possible. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. And do you want to take us through your labor starting and was it spontaneous and how far along were you? Yeah. So she was four days overdue. So it was crazy. Actually, we had a, um, like with Kate and Shay, we had a baby show and the baby <laughs> show was on the Saturday and she was due on the Friday. And I was like, oh, we'll still do it. Cause if I have it on the Friday, I'll still be able to go up on the Saturday and do the show. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Like, I think I was actually a bit delusional. <laughs> But um, so she was due on the Friday, I think. And then we did the baby show on the Saturday. I was one day overdue. And then on the Monday morning, I had a sweep. And then, yeah, I went to bed that night. And then, wait, have I got my dates right? 7, 8, 9, 20, 29. Yeah, yeah. So Monday night, um, I think I woke up at like, oh, it must have been a Tuesday morning, maybe 12.30, 1am on Tuesday morning. And I was sort of getting a bit crampy. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to labor. And then got up, woke Adam up. And then we're sort of walking around and it started to get consistent. And this time I was really lucky because it was like, this is a contraction and this is your rest, you know? And it was, mm. okay, 10 minutes apart and then seven minutes. So yeah. it was, we were literally probably awake for 30 minutes or 45 when they started to, they started to come quite regularly. And so because yeah. we lived out of town, Adam rang up the midwife and said, hey, I think we'll come into the hospital. And I, th- I think they're always kind of reluctant. She was like, oh, no, just stay at home for a bit longer. I was like, no, we're going in. <laughs> so we went into the hospital and we got there at like 2 o'clock, I think, straight into the bath. And then things just progressed um, really well, you know, like um, contractions got closer together. I was vomiting a lot with with her. And like I was like in the bath and I was like leaning over the bath and with every contraction I was like spewing everywhere. It was so gross. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so it was quite an intense labour. Like it was looking back now with the knowledge and, and going through the other five, like it was still quite an intense, but it was a lot shorter. She, I was in the bath the whole time. She came out, uh, yeah, she came out staring at me. <laughs> she's, and she's she's still staring at me that same way. And she's six now. <laughs> I'm like, so, yeah, so she came out um, around the wrong way, like posterior, um, which is probably explains why it was, you know, a bit more difficult. But she came out mm. in the water, really lovely birth. Um, I, yeah, it was great. And that was probably at like 10 to 4. So that was quite quick. So I was only in the hospital for yeah. like two hours. And had her and then we left. Yeah, so everything was fine with her. No stitching. Really nice birth. Um, still quite um, quite full on. Like it was quite painful mm. and it was – but it was a lot quicker and I knew it was happening. I could feel her moving a bit more. I knew when to push. It was just I felt way more empowered and way more clued up on what was happening and what my body was going yeah. through. So that was really yeah. good. And then she she was fine. She was perfectly healthy. Eight pound four, I think. Eight pound three somewhere around there and 
and then yeah we went home like 6 30 we went to bp got a coffee and then just like went up and surprised my mum. and so yeah we were straight out of the hospital that morning too and back home and back to you know introduce Caden mm-hmm. to little sister and yeah it was really cool and I think bringing her home and having that second baby we're just so much more relaxed and I think mm-hmm. that probably you know like you can't go back and tell yourself to be relaxed the first time because you don't really know yeah. what's going on but you know I the, with Caden I when I got home and with having the people around me that have had kids before and they were like wrap her you know swaddle her up and put her down and and that's why she was crying looking back. I'm like, she just wanted to be with me. So with mm. Ryan, I I put her on my tummy. I hopped into bed. We we're both um like didn't you know, I was just wearing undies, didn't have any top on. She was maybe just had a nappy on, I wrapped us in a blanket and I lay there all night and she just sat on my tummy as if she was still on my tummy and she just slept all night with me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't sleep, I was awake with her, just sitting there like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, we just had a baby because you know you're on that adrenaline high yeah. again. And she was just on me for like ten hours just as if she was still on my tummy. It was the most beautiful thing. And um yeah, it was really, really cool. And my milk came in a few days later, breastfeeding was okay, didn't have too much trouble with that. So yeah, that was a lot better experience than the first one. And um yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah, awesome. Cool. And did um did Caden take to being a big sister? What was the experience like <laughs> introducing her to um, to Ryan and how did you find that? Oh, it was, yeah, it was quite interesting. She was, yeah, I mean, she was only just so young when I look back, you know, she was like seven, nearly 18 months and, yeah. you know, she didn't really know what was going on. She was yeah. look at her. She didn't try and um, do anything to her. Like she wasn't, she was really gentle and she was just more intrigued more than anything. Yeah. Um, so she was really good and yeah having the two of them that transition was really easy for us Caden was a really good little girl she was such a good kid um, and Ryan was quite a good baby so yeah it was really awesome having the two of them they weren't and because they were so close it was hard at some you know some stages I guess you know if you're stuck at home and you're on your own and you're changing one nappy and you're like yeah. hey, go get mommy some nappy and wipes and they come back with potato and you're like no <laughs> <laughs> so you're like that you can't yeah. quite like talk to them and get them to do things and to help out so it was a bit tricky in that regard just having them so close together but you know it was awesome at the same time there's lots of other um, benefits of it as well um so that's why we decided to do it again (laughs) (laughs) yeah awesome cool and how far um after ryan's pregnancy did you think about trying for another baby yeah so it's pretty much the exact same scenarios with caden so i think once we'd had caden we're like let's have four and then it was weird because, like, to me, like, going through the pregnancies was, like, the most daunting task for me. Like, if mm. I had a just could have just said, hey, I have a baby, like, next week, and it just appeared, <laughs> that that seemed more feasible to me. Like, the pregnancy yeah, was such yeah. a long, drawn-out process. Um, so I was a bit overwhelmed, you know, with the thought of having more, but we really wanted to have them, so we just wanted to get it done. So same thing, I kind of thought, oh, I'm probably going to have to stop breastfeeding. I didn't, like, aim to stop breastfeeding at all, just kind of, happened naturally you know like I didn't yeah. really have to fight to yeah. wean them off just so I could get pregnant but around nine months again she sort of started like eating more food and just wasn't really that fussed on me and then I fell pregnant that same month again so then Case was yeah. born he was actually due on Caden's third birthday um and so yeah same process very similar birth you know plan for everything same midwife this time um wanted to go in the water again and um that was the pregnancy that I think I put on quite a lot I mean but all pregnancies I've put on around 20 kilos and so his pregnancy was by far the hardest with my hips 
and just with the extra weight. And I spent a lot of time just like not being able to walk around. And that was a really hard one for me. And I think I stopped a lot of exercise that time. Um, yeah, that one. And I think it's just the combination, you know, having two births so close together and then getting pregnant yeah. again, all my ligaments, yeah. just everything was like, really? Are you really doing this again, woman? <laughs> like, what are you thinking? Yeah. And so that was a hard pregnancy for me. And we'd just moved house. We'd already moved house twice. Um, and work was really picking up and we we're trying to sort of work and do everything. And we, it was just the two of us still. So, so that was quite difficult, um, that year. So yeah, he was due in the October of that year. And, um, I mean, everything else, like my me, I'm really lucky, like mentally I've been quite good through my pregnancies. I haven't felt too, too down or, you know, like I've had to yeah. have my down days where everything's just really tough, but overall I've always felt, you know, quite good. So, mm. um, yeah, I mean, but the pain was hard during that during that third pregnancy so that was probably the main difference but the birth pain everything was just the same as with um ryan yeah yeah awesome cool and do you want to take us through um your labor starting and was it spontaneous and how far along were you this time yeah cool so this time i was three days so he was during the 27th of october and then i think i had a sweep on the afternoon of the 30th or the 29th mm-hmm. um I think it was a Sunday I think and then um yeah we we're living out of town again so I that afternoon I thought oh yeah no I think I think something's happening and so we went into Adam's parents house who lived in town and we yeah it was like you know late at late at night I think it was like 6 30 6 37 o'clock we went to their house and it was actually a really different experience because obviously we're taking the other kids there to stay with his parents mm. and we turned up and I think the block was on or so, I don't know something on and I just sort of was in their lounge and everyone was around and I was just like going through the contractions and just embracing them while I was watching tv it was really it was quite beautiful just to be in a setting where there's just the kids running around and his parents are getting dinner ready and you know I'd just sort of have a um, contraction on the side and I was just sort of lean over the couch and had run my back and then we'd just go back to watching TV so it was like a really oh it was such a cool experience with him and then I mm-hmm. think at like 8 30 or 9 we were I thought oh well this is getting quite full-on let's go up to the hospital so we drove up there um and same thing straight into the water and um yeah I wasn't there for that long I don't think and I because it was the 30th and I mean, this is, this is not a big thing, but I was like, oh, I don't want to have him on Halloween. So I was <laughs> trying really hard to get him out before midnight. <laughs> um, so we're in the pool, I was in the pool and I think I was in there for, you know, an hour, an hour and a half. And he was born at 11.30, I think, or somewhere around there. Um, and his birth was, it feels, it's so weird to say, but it didn't even, it felt so good. Like it didn't even really hurt yeah. that much. And I just... Uh, yeah like I could feel his whole body moving through the birth canal like I could feel every single bit of what was going on and when he came out um I was just really calm and I think obviously because I'd already had two I knew exactly what was happening um we knew that he was a boy we did find out that he was going to be a boy but I mean until you have them you don't really know and I guess like on Mm. the day all you're really wanting is just a healthy baby and so yeah he was born you know um in yeah, it was amazing. A couple pushes and he was out basically and yeah. straight on to me um, in the bath. And it was so beautiful. It was the most amazing birth yeah. and he was my first boy. So it was just, yeah, it was the coolest thing. I was That was a really emotional one for me because it was just so beautiful. 
and it was so yeah. um, effortless and just was amazing. Like if I could have that birth over again, I would, you know, do it <laughs> tomorrow. But yeah, yeah, so that was really cool. That was my case. And he was nine pound two. So he was a big boy. He's my biggest. Yeah. Um, but it was the best birth, which is, you know, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And did you spend very long in hospital before you went home this time? No, we went straight back at like one o'clock in the morning, I think. And so yeah. we, you know, went straight back to his parents' house um, and just jumped into bed and we just got some sleep and then went home in the morning and, the, you know, all the kids yeah. met him in the morning and it was really cool, you know, because <laughs> Kaden was a bit older, so she was three by now and I've got the cutest photo of them all, hold, the girls holding him and they were just so like, oh my gosh, it's a little boy. <laughs> and it was really, yeah. really cool and having his family there and then my family were close and so it was a really cool day, just all hanging out together and then we went home and then that's when we're like oh my gosh we have three children this is really <laughs> hard <laughs> this is yeah. so hard so yeah. that was probably um the biggest change for us going from two to three and mm. um yeah and I think it's just because like Ryan was only 18 months old and the the, mm. the three-year-old doesn't even play with 18 month old and Ryan was really naughty like really naughty and so we <laughs> it was quite hard that time and I remember just driving around when Case was really little and me and Adam would just drive and we weren't going anywhere. We we're just driving because we we're like, this is, mm. what do we do? I don't know what to do. We just put them in the car. They can't get out. And we'll just drive. So that was, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a crazy transition going from two to three. Um, but, you know, it was, it was, it was great at the same time. I, I, my breastfeeding was fine. My milk came in. I didn't have any trouble. Um, you know, I didn't have any stitches or anything post-birth. So yeah, the post-birth stuff was fine. It was just managing the children at mm. that stage going from two to three, which was the hardest part. Yeah. And was there anything that was like helpful for you during that time? Like, were you planning on sending any of them to a daycare or like, what was your plan in terms of um, that? And how did you manage, I guess, because you had three under three, right? Yeah. Yep. So three, yeah, pretty much. And so Caden had just started kindy like the week, the Friday before the Wednesday before. Um, So she, she did that. And then, Adam's parents, um, when they moved up, um, his mum was coming up to help with us with the kids because like, obviously yeah. with packing all the orders because we had all the Kate and Shay gear like at our house. So we were packing orders, you know, during all sorts of hours. And so it was getting really, really difficult to maintain and do the customer service and do everything. So his mum used to come out and help look after Ryan and then um, – also should help look after case in between feedings and things like that so we did have help and that's a crazy thing right like even though we had help it was still so hard so mm. it, you know like I just see mothers that do do it all on their own I'm just like man I take my yeah. hat off to you because it is so yeah. freaking hard um yeah. yeah so we did have a bit of help with that and that was really good um and then yeah the kids the kids all kind of started when they were turned sort of two and a half three um so the yeah. first couple of years they were at home with us yeah. So it was full on nice. time, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very sure about that. And so once you had um, Case, and I know that you mentioned you thought you might have four, but what were the sort of thoughts around having another one? And like you mentioned, going from two to three was a, a difficult transition. So do you still, were you still thinking, yeah, we want to have another one? And um, when were you thinking about doing that? And when did that all happen? Yeah, so we, we were, we were like, just so crazy to think that I thought like that. <laughs> I, I, yeah, we were like, yeah, let's have another one. And I do remember walking down the hallway one day 
and I don't know, I think me and Adam were having a, we're talking about just how we're so tired and we're like, yeah. I'm not having another one. This is crazy. What are we doing? But then the next day we're like, now we are having another one. So <laughs> it was pretty much the same thing. We just kind of threw ourselves into it and same thing. He stopped feeding at nine months and then I got pregnant again. I, and it was crazy because obviously with Kate and she, she was a surprise. And then with Ryan, uh, we were sort of trying to have her, but I had no idea. Like my periods have always kind of been a bit all over the show. Yeah. With Case, we tried a bit harder to, you know, time it. And then with Jackson, he was the one that I was like, I'm ovulating. <laughs> I got like right into the detail of like what day, what time. And yeah. so he was like bang on when we sort of planned and I had stopped breastfeeding. So he was the same timing. I think he was a month later, actually. I missed, yeah, I think it took us an extra month with him. And so I think it was, Case was 10 months. Um, and so I think it's just like took a little bit longer to, you know, to wean him. He was a bit more into the, into the boob than the others were. So <laughs> yeah, he took a little bit longer and then yeah, same, same sort of difference. So Jackson was due in May. And yeah. so yeah, Ryan had been in April and he was May and same sort of thing, same midwife. We had the same plan. Um, the pre the pregnancy was great. We'd just moved house again and the business, like we were way busier by this time. So we did have some staff which made mm-hmm. it a lot better so that I could sort of focus on, you know, the, the pregnancy and the birth. Um, yeah. So he, yeah, same plan, same, you know, wanted to have a water birth. We found out that he was a boy. And so we're like, oh, my gosh, you have two boys and two girls. And it was just like this crazy thing. <laughs> and and at the time we're like, okay, we'll just get him here and healthy and that will probably be us. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, went into his birth. He was, um, yeah, so he was four days overdue. So same thing again, had to have the sweeps. I feel like I hadn't <laughs> gone into a natural, like I hadn't gone into labor, like you see in the movies and the waters break and they're like, oh, I'm going into labor. I never had that. I just had to, they didn't even want it to come out. So, and so he, um, well, I was, he was due, I think on the 27th of May and I'd had a sweep in the afternoon of the 30th. And then I went into labor that night, which was really cool. Um, Actually, I think I did have two suits with him. It wasn't until the second one that it sort of worked. And then mm-hmm. so he, I sort of started kicking in. My parents had, our parents had the other three kids. And he, I think it was like five o'clock at night, I started getting contractions. And we did live out of town still. So I was always really conscious of the drive. It's like a 25 minute mm-hmm. drive into town. And it can be quite a bad drive. So at five o'clock, I was sort of timing them and then you know, it sort of came around nine o'clock and I was like, oh, this is taking ages. And because Case's birth had been so beautiful and like just ran really smoothly, mm. I was like, what's going on? Like, am I going into labor? Like what's happening? And then they finally started getting stronger and stronger around 10 o'clock. And so we rang mid- midwife, went to drive into town. There was roadworks. And I was oh, like, no. you're kidding me. And I like wound down the thing to the guy with the stick. And I was like, mate, I'm in labor. You need to turn the sign to go now. And he just like called the guys. They all stopped like working. <laughs> and then because we were the, the, one of the only cars on the road at, you know, 10.30 at night. And um, yeah, we drove straight in. And then I got there and yeah, straight into the pool again. And his birth was like a little bit slower. Like it didn't really go as fast. I think overall it ended up being like 11 hours or something, which crazy, it was crazy yeah. because of the, you know, Case's birth. And mm-hmm. he, I was still in the water and then he finally, you know, it was a lot of just, nothing was really progressing with it. It was just lots of contractions, but he wasn't moving down. And then so I think my waters ended up breaking, um, you know, and then from then on it was like 20 minutes. 
So I think, yeah, my waters just never really wanted to break and it wasn't until they sort yeah. of pushed a bit further down and released. And then I was like, oh my God, it feels so much better. Now he can come out. And so he was born, I think it was like two o'clock in the morning and a good birth. Like I felt like he got a bit more stuck than, than case. Like he didn't yeah. really want to come out and he was like right down there and I had to keep moving my legs and squatting in a different position and standing up out of the pool. And he was actually like, I was like hovering over the pool like on all like kind of not on all fours but like my hands are on the on the rails and I was like squatting over the pool and he like just like came out and like really splashed into the water it's like <laughs> I was like was he born in the water or like out of the water and like went into the water but yeah that was quite his birth was quite full-on like considering how nice cases had been yeah um and then yeah placenta was all fine no stitches everything was fine it was just I felt like he got a bit more stuck yeah. um, with his shoulders and things like that so it was a bit harder to get him out um, yeah. But then once again, straight on to me, straight on, we you know, we just lay there straight onto the boob and then he was, you know, they were sort of found their way um, to the breast and just sort of suckling and, you know, trying to get that milk in, which obviously still takes three days, but getting that colostrum, <laughs> which was really good. And yeah. yeah, so he was really good. And then once again, we went straight home. I think it was like two or three in the morning. I think we just drove, yeah, we just drove straight back to our house um back out and and it was really funny because we drove past the the the, the road workers again <laughs> but we had the baby this time and we were like oh, we've got a newborn baby can we get a move on <laughs> um so yeah it was crazy went back home and introducing him to the other kids was really cool so my parents our parents had had the kids for like the night before I'd gone into labor because we thought I was going to labor that night which I didn't and then yeah so they'd had them for the night of the birth and then I was kind of thinking oh just one more night so I can recover but they all turned up in the afternoon um and so it was quite a full-on day um because we still didn't sleep that night and all the kids were just so excited mm. you know they were a bit older now Caden was four Ryan was three Case was 18 months and so that was you know that was really cool but we felt like a really completed unit and we're like oh good luck kids and he's here and he's happy and he's healthy and I'm healthy and you know it was really beautiful um and that going from three to four we didn't find it it was nowhere near the same as going from two to three for us um and I understand everyone's different different age gaps can make a difference everyone's circumstances can make a big difference but yeah having bringing him into our family was really seamless um you know he was a good sleeper um he was amazing so yeah, it was really, it was really cool. It was a good, it was a good birth that one, but I kind of felt, and I know this is so weird, right? We put so much pressure on ourselves when it comes <laughs> to like the perfect birth, but mm, what yeah. is the perfect birth, you know? Like, yeah. and so for him, I was so, you know, focused on trying to have the same birth that I had for Case, but it was a different story. And I think it mm. did take me a little while to come to terms with that's okay that it was different. It didn't have to be a certain yeah. way. And he was healthy and I was healthy and he came out, you know, really well, but I still felt a little bit, um, like, oh, damn, I didn't quite get the birth that I wanted for my last one. And I remember when I was pushing him out, I was like, this is the last one. Like, I am not having any more children. So it was kind of like, that was so hard. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is why I don't want any more, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was cool. But yeah, it was, they were all very different experiences. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you find, I guess, the transition from three to four? So did you find that it was a little bit easier than two to three or what was that like? Yeah, we did. I really felt like because the girls were older and could do things on their own and um, we had, um, so Adam's mum would still come and sort of help on some days, but by now our parents were actually 
packing the orders so they were working mm-hmm. in the business and there was sort of a bit less help for us as a fa- like with the kids yeah, um, yeah so but the girls were both at kindy and we just had case at home so you know, it's it's good because they go to kindy, but then there's like the rush around in the morning to get out of the house, to get in there yeah. on time, and then you rush home. And so you're just in this forever cycle of really just driving around and rushing around. Yeah. But it was a lot better. Adam, I mean, Adam has been, you know, everyone's like, oh, you've had five kids. I'm like, yeah, but he has just been the most amazing father. So he has done mm-hmm. like everything. Like he would just let me sleep, stay in bed and feed the baby all day if I, you know, had to, would do all yeah. the washing, the picking up the kids, do the lunches. I really was so fortunate that he just took that on. And so he would do everything with the children. So I was so lucky that I got to just be with the, with the newborn. Mm. Um, and I felt like I probably felt that the most with Jackson. And I think it's because with starting Kate and Shay and just being so busy all the time and having to do everything, I never really had any maternity leave. I just worked all the yeah. way through. I'd have a baby and just keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. So with Jackson, I had a little bit of that, although I did have to fill in, customer service when one of our staff was away for like two weeks when he was two weeks old so that sort of was quite hard mm. um so that I didn't quite get the rest that I probably should have had and I, I'm sort of like I'm not one to just sit at home so I'd you know I mean I forgot to add you know on the way home from a hospital with Kate and we like went to the supermarket and like bought <laughs> groceries and I was like what was I yeah. doing with like a day old baby at the supermarket <laughs> but we just you just we just sort of kept on doing things so we'd always be yeah. moving so I slight I tried to slow down a bit with Jackson um and yeah just sort of take that time and Adam just did a lot with the other children but it was a bit easier but we're still like holy crap we have four kids this is full on yeah um and it was four yeah Caden was four and a half so it was like four under five um but yeah we just you know like we've always worked out and tried to eat healthy just trying to keep our bodies feeling as good as we can mentally emotionally and physically to be able to take on each day as it comes yeah yeah Awesome. Cool. And I know that you said you thought after four, that would be it, but we know that you've got one more. (laughs) So do you want to talk us through um, your final pregnancy with Billy and how that sort of came about and how you were feeling through that pregnancy? Yeah. So um, the funny story is that, so when, when we knew that I was having um, Jackson, we didn't know if he was a boy or girl at the time, and the names that we picked up were Jackson and Billy. And so I remember we went and did like this. We, we filmed our little gender reveal thingy that mm-hmm. we did, just the two of us. And it was a, a boy. And we're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. And then I just remember turning to Adam once I got in the car and I said, but where's my little Billy? Like, where's Billy girl? Like, <laughs> and so we, so if you're, if you're listening and, you know, naming them two names and then like one's a boy, one's a girl, like you, I felt like I didn't get Billy. Do you know what I mean? Like it was the craziest <laughs> yeah. feeling and it's got a, all of our kids, their names didn't really tie to the family. Well, Jackson, you know, was, uh, there's a Jack in our family and things like that. But Billy was a name that was on Adam's side and, it was really quite a meaningful name and, mm. you know, it was on both sides of the family really. So it was like, yeah, it was almost like she was always there, which sounds really, you know, different, but I was like, man, where's Billy? And I'd always think about Billy. And so um, even though we're kind of like, nut, we're done. It's a, and everyone would always joke to us, are they all yours? And oh gosh, you know, you know what causes that? I'm like, yeah, we know. <laughs> um, so uh, I think she, I think Jackson, yeah. So after we'd had Jackson, you know, the midwife's like, "What are you gonna do for contraception?" And we're like, "Oh, we're just, you know, gonna kind of just wing it, but not. But <laughs> we're not having any more kids. But we'll just be really careful." And I felt by then I really knew my cycle after going through really planning the other kids. I kind of mm-hmm. thought, "No, nah, I've got a really good hang on it now. I know what I'm ovulating. I know I'll be fine." 
And then it sort of got to the point, oh, I kind of thought at one point I was pregnant. So I took, took a pregnancy test and it was negative. And I just, I, I was quite, I was like, oh, and I didn't realize I was going to feel so, you know, like, oh, okay. Well, I was actually hoping, oh, I was hoping it was positive, you know, like, mm. and so I was thinking, where's Billy? Like, okay, I sort of had these feelings of being like, oh, well, if it did happen. And so he was like, well, if it happens, it happens, you know, like, I'm not going to worry, you know, if she can't, if she's meant to be, she's meant to be. So he yeah. never got um, a vasectomy or anything like that. And we weren't really that careful. And then, yeah, in December, so Jackson was a bit older because we hadn't like super planned it, you know, um, yeah. um, at, at a certain time, we were sort of like just rolling with it. And so December I found out, and he was like 12, no, 18, oh, I can't remember, yeah, like 16, 17 months or something. And so I found out that I was pregnant and we went to the beach and I kept the pregnancy test and I showed Adam and he was just like, oh my God, like, <laughs> yeah, it was so crazy because we were like, are we having, like, are we going to have another one? Oh no, we're so not. Oh, but what about Billy? And then, yeah, so we found out and then we didn't want to tell, I kind of feel like with our parents and like, oh no, my mum might listen to this, but I think they kind of, everyone just kind of looks at us and thinks that we're a little bit crazy yeah. and because we've got the business and we're so busy and, you know, it's kind of like when you say things are hard or you feel like you're having a hard day, you just feel like people look at you like, well, you had them, you know, and yeah. it's like, well, it's not yeah. about that. It's just, we're having a really hard time at the moment or we have, you know, things that things are hard. I wouldn't change my life for anything. I love my yeah. children. It's just a hard day right now. So we kind of yeah. felt like our parents were going to be like, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> um, so and I didn't really feel that sick or anything. So we didn't tell anyone that we're pregnant for until I was like 17 weeks. Oh, um, wow. yeah. And so, yeah, I managed to sort of like kind of hide it. I hate that. You know, I wasn't trying to hide it. I was just, you know, I didn't really pop out till, till about 16, 17 weeks. And so, yeah, we, um, <clears throat> I'd had some balloons up at the house for some reason. I don't know why I had them, but they were pink balloons. And then, the, actually the, the kids knew we told our kids isn't that funny we told our children <laughs> we actually videoed it we're like we're having another baby and they were so excited it was the coolest thing and they're a lot older by now yeah. so they really understood what was happening so we told the yeah. kids and then my mum and heard stories that there's another baby and I was like oh no Ryan's just obsessed with her babies because she likes playing with her babies and and then so yeah mum turned up one day and there was like pink balloon and mum was like what is that and I was like what do you think and she was like oh neck and so yeah it was crazy when we told them they're like oh my gosh and that was so happy for us um I think they were probably a little bit gutted that we hadn't told them for so long and I think my mum kind of knew my mum's like the detective like she finds out everything so I think she'd kind of known for a bit um but yeah we told and and what had happened to is I did because I was a bit older and my test oh which is the test that you have and so I had to get a um what's the test where you get oh so when I was like 13 weeks, I had to get not an amnio, what's it called? Amnio. The other one, there's like another test that you can pay to get to test for. Oh, the NIPT test? Yeah, it's, yeah, it was something, gosh, my brain. But yeah, it was the test that you got. And instead of having to go get amnio, I got the other option. And part yeah. of that was that they couldn't find out the gender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, the, I think, I don't know what it, what it's um, always yeah, called. Yeah, because I was older this time and I've had more. Yeah, yeah, and because I was a bit older this time and I'd had, like, five, four children, I was a bit more high risk. So had yeah. that, and then we found out that she was a girl um, at, like, 14 weeks, which is crazy because we'd never found out, you know, <laughs> for sure because the ultrasounds were, yeah. you know, not 100%. Um, so we're like, oh, my gosh, like, it's Billy, she's here. <laughs> so we were so, you know, we were so excited. And, yeah, we yeah. told her. So when we did tell our parents we said it's a girl, um, 
So I said, oh, we're having a little girl. And yeah, it was kind of cool to know that whole time, yeah, that we're having a girl. And so, yeah, it was, and the pregnancy was fine. It was a great pregnancy, really busy with work. Um, and we've got a lot of other mums at work that were pregnant and we're all sort of pregnant at the same time, which is really cool. And, um, yeah, I think like the water at work, like there's literally people that like bring their own bottled water. Cause they're like, I'm not coming and drinking water from this place. <laughs> I will get pregnant. Um, yeah. and yeah, so Billy's birth, um, same sort of thing, same midwife again that I'd had for the last three and wanted to have the water birth and yeah, I was all set. So she was due in August and come due, oh, I think like a week before her due date, I felt really funny, like maybe two weeks, maybe a week. I felt it like really um, flushed and, oh man, I just didn't feel good. So I actually went to my midwife at her house and she did like a blood pressure and I had high blood pressure. So she sort of sent me up to the hospital to get a blood test and then it it came back fine, I think. And then she was like, oh, I wonder if we should, you know, get things moving along or not. And then I sort of started feeling fine. And then I did have a sweep right, I think when I was due, um, right when I was due. And then I was like, okay, cool. This will bring her on. Nothing had another one, nothing. And then it was like six days. And then I actually went and got acupuncture um, on like the seventh day or sixth or seventh day. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up and it was a Saturday morning and it was like 8.30 and we were just like, had all the kids at home. And I thought, oh my gosh, I think I'm, I think I'm going into labor. And I said to Adam, I was like, I've got some cramps. And it was so weird because it was like eight o'clock in the morning. So all my other births had been at night um, you know, and so I said, Oh, maybe we'll just go into town for the day and just like hang out in town and see if anything happens. Um, and we we're going to go for, if it hadn't happened, the acupuncturist is going to see me again that day anyway. So we dropped all yeah. the kids off, went into town and then went up to my sister's house and the midwife came and saw me and she's like, you're like seven, eight centimeters. I was like, Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> so we went up to the hospital and then same thing in the bath. It was so odd. Like, being in the daytime because it was just the whole room was light you know normally it's like dark and you've got like a little light on and um yeah I mean we parked up walked in and it was like 10 30 and uh, yeah I literally had her like two hours later um and a, a beautiful really beautiful birth which was amazing it was just like Case's birth I could feel everything that was happening um Oh, it was so, so good. And so she was born and Adam videoed this one. So we got lots of videos and photos and which I wanted for the others, which I never really got. So there was one thing that I was hoping to get. Um, so yeah, I got to video, you know, video it, seeing her being born and oh, it was just really, really good. My placenta did take a little while to come out, which got me a bit panicked because I always like worry about just making sure that it comes out all right. Um, but yeah, that came out like quite a bit later once I was on the bed, but yeah, amazing birth with her and she was nine pound on the button and yeah yeah it was really really good she's happy healthy and yeah it was so good and then we had our little belly girl and then there was five <laughs> yay <laughs> I know it was so good and then so we like went home that day like two o'clock I think we went home came back and our parents actually had the kids for the night and oh my gosh it was like the most amazing day mm-hmm. we came back and we like cooked dinner and well, Adam cooked dinner and then we like just, you know, hung out. We're so, you know, you're on that high and you can't really mm. sleep because you're just so excited and you're so happy and you've got this like new little baby and it's just the best feeling ever. And um, she was amazing. She was a really good baby. She just slept the whole time. And um, I think UFC was on the next day. So we like got the whole day to just chill at home and at home with Billy and watch the UFC. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was really good. And then the kids came home 
later that night and then the family met um actually I think Adam went and got I, I was quite like I was probably quite I didn't want everyone coming around this time because mm. with Jackson everyone just kind of came around that day and I was just so unprepared and it was really full on and I was like no yeah. and I kind of stood my ground with Billy I was like no one's coming over you can go pick up the girls I just want the kids to meet her mm. for the first time as our own family and it was nothing against the parents it was like it was just the last one and I wanted it to be you know yeah, yeah. how I sort of wanted yeah. it and so yeah, we sort of planned for the next day for all the parents to come up. We had a dinner. They all got to meet her. I videoed all of it. And it was just really special. And, and I, it was just so good that I sort of, you know, when you're a new mum and you really feel obliged a lot of the time to just do what someone else wants you to do. And you're like, hang on a minute. I just had the baby. Piss off. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm not going to let anyone tell me what to do. And I just felt stronger this time to really voice my opinions and what I wanted to have happen. Because it happens all the time. You just feel so like you don't know what you're doing or you don't know if you mm. should do this. You don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And by now I was just like, nah, this is what we're going to do. And everyone yeah. was really respectful of that, which was cool. So that was really empowering. And I encourage other mums, you know, like just you go with your gut and you say what you want to have happen because it's no one else's choice. It's no one else's decision. Um, so that was really cool with Billy. He had a beautiful family dinner. Everyone got to come and meet her and it was really amazing. So that was the yeah. last one. And then, yes, Adam's had a vasectomy. So there <laughs> will be, apparently, if it works, no yeah. more children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how do you feel about that? Like, do you feel like your family's complete and you're sort of done or what's your, um, yeah, what do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I after we had Billy, I, yeah, that was, I was like, ah, now we are complete. And it's really, you know, I'm a Libran. So, I mean, I don't know if anyone gets into that kind of thing, but I like things like quite even and symmetrical and six is my favorite yeah. number. And so everyone's like, but six, like you want six, you know, you're going to make it even. And my, my thing is like, now I've got six loves of my life. So I've got my five children and Adam. So that's my six. Yeah. So no, yeah. we're really happy with our five. And it was the first time I had felt really complete. And she's just been the most yeah. amazing baby. She's like literally like one of those unicorn babies that you hear about. <laughs> so she has just been the most beautiful child. Um, and the yeah. kids have been amazing. They're a lot older this time. So they've been able to look after her and carry her around. And just there's yeah. just so much love for her as a little baby girl. And, yeah, it's been really, really beautiful to watch. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Very cool. And I know that you've talked a little bit about sort of throughout the episode, your business, Kate and Shay, but do you want to talk us through, I guess, how, how do you juggle like this huge business that you've built with your five children and just your really busy family? I actually have to say that I loved your automatic response on your email, <laughs> um, <laughs> detailing what you might oh, be up yeah. to and why you might not be replying, but um, yeah, I thought that was really, really well done. But do you want to talk us just, I guess, talk to us a little bit about your business and how that's sort of grown over the period of time that you've been a mum and how do you sort of balance all that now sort of on the day to day? Yeah, cool. So yeah, obviously Kate and Shay started the week that I had Ryan. So the truck pulled up outside the house <laughs> and I was breastfeeding in a dressing gown outside. There was cows walking past and this whole lot of bras turned up and that's, that's when it started. So right from when we've, you know, it started, the idea started when I'd had Caden, but it took that long to get actually going. So ever since we've had children, we've always had this other child, the business. Um, and it's, you know, it's grown with every child. So we've moved five times in the last five years with housing just to, you know, we started off in our house and then we had to move to another house. And it wasn't until a couple of years ago that we actually got a warehouse um, for everything. 
which is amazing. And that was the year I think that um, Jackson, or just not long after Case was born. So yeah. that was really helpful to get everything out of our house to start with, because obviously working at home and working with your partner and then having kids, it was just getting like so all consuming. Yeah. Um, so now that we had the warehouse, that changed things a lot. And it was like separation, separating the two. Um, and yeah, the business has grown. It's, you know, we've got like 10 staff now and um, it is really difficult. I, I feel like sometimes I'm torn between being like mm-hmm. with my kids and being like the mum I want to be and then also, you know, doing the business justice and, and being responsible for the employees and just making sure that we're doing the best by everyone really, you know, like, mm-hmm. so it has been a constant juggle. And I feel like with Billy, I actually said, I'm going to take maternity leave this time. Like she's mm-hmm. my last one. I'm going to take it. I still worked. Of course you do. It's <laughs> your business, you know, like um, you still have to do it. wasn't as much. And we had an amazing manager in place and it was really, really cool that I did get, get take a bit more time but I still felt as busy as ever you know like when it's your yeah. business you're always thinking of ideas and you're thinking of yeah. this and just worrying about everything and making sure everything's okay and obviously given last year the way the world was mm. just so much was going on and so and then also we had other two staff members that were going about to go and leave and have their children so it was a it was still a really crazy time given what was yeah. going on in the world um so I did try and block a lot of it out and just go, nah, I'm having my last baby. I'm just going to roll with each day as it comes. I'm not going to worry about if a shipment's late or, you know, what else is going on. I can't control a lot of that. What I can mm. control is how I feel and what's happening in our family unit. So we tend to go by that a lot, um, you know, and Adam, Adam helps a lot with the kids. So the way that I can get the work done is that he always jokes that I can get, like, 24 hours of work done in like five hours because I just like turbo mode (laughs) yeah which I guess like a lot of mums have that skill right you just go I have to get stuff done so I'm gonna just knuckle down and get it done so how often take the kids um and and so I can just work and get things done I'll go and hide in the bedroom or somewhere in the house and just get it done um I haven't I feel like I haven't probably gone into work much as much as I should go into work and and it's hard because you feel like you need to be there with the team to help with you know collaborating coming up with ideas and talking about future marketing plans and all that kind of stuff but we've got such a good team in place now and I think that's what what's helped us and just having mm-hmm. our family around has helped heaps being able to have the grandparents so Adam's parents are the uh, pack the orders but they also live on site down there so yeah they can you know they're five minutes from kindergarten so if they do have to pick up the kids they can do that. So having a good unit around us has been really good, but also just having the, the mindset of like, I'll do today what I can. And if I can't get it done too bad, it's not going to, mm. you know, it's not going to be the end of the world if I can't get something done. And okay. I think it's took me probably four years to get to that mentality that if I mm. don't do it today, it's not, an, it's not the end of the world. You know, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll get it done. But in the same mind frame, giving myself one or two things that I can do so that I feel like I've accomplished something for that day. Um, so yeah, so that's how we do it. And like I said, just keeping ourselves, you know, exercising, keeping ourselves fit and healthy goes a long way to, you know, helping with, um, our mental state and just working together. I think teamwork has been the biggest thing, communicating if one person's feeling like crap, just saying Mm -hmm. that and the other person can help lift the, you know, the other one. Um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, it is hard running the business and, and having children, but I think, you know in today's society like it's hard it's hard no matter what you're doing you know it's not just hard if you've got a business it's hard no matter where you are every mum and every parent we talk to is just rushing around taking their kids to school Mm. picking them up (laughs) rushing to work going here pick it yeah it's the same for everyone we're all in that daily sort of just routine of just getting by some days and you kind of look at each (laughs) other at the coffee shop and you're like oh my god was your night as bad as my (laughs) night like 
Um, yeah. So it's, and I think that's kind of cool. You know, you know that you're in it, all in it together and you're all going through the same yeah. thing. Um, so yeah, that's our, that's our mentality. Just, you know, trying to keep a happy, healthy mindset and just embracing our family unit and just controlling what we can control and not worrying about things that we can't. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, it sounds like I know you've got a hectic sort of busy life, but it sounds like you're just nailing it. So yeah, super um, oh, interesting. You. I, I really yeah. like that some days, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure we can all relate in some way to that for sure. Um, but no, I'm super grateful, Nikki, that you were willing to come on the podcast and share your stories with us. And yeah, really interesting to hear about all of your different births and how you've you know, your family's changed and your business has changed over that time too. So yeah, just super grateful that you took the time. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. It was really, really cool to be able to share. That's the first time I've ever talked about all those. <laughs> um, so that was really cool to be able to share with you. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Kiwi Birth Tales. I hope you have enjoyed it. As always, I would love to see where you're listening from. So if you want to take a screenshot of your phone and post it on Instagram, tag at Kiwi Birth Tales. And yeah, love to connect with you and see where you're listening and what you're up to when you are listening to the podcast. Otherwise, I will speak to you next week with another beautiful birth story. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.